Future Sense is a podcast edited from the radio show of the same name, broadcast on Bay FM in Byron Bay, Australia at bayfm.org. Hosted by Nick Jeans and well-known international futurist Steve McDonald, Future Sense provides a fresh, deep analysis of global trends and emergent technologies. How can we identify the layers of growth, personally, socially, and globally? What are the signs missed, the truths being denied? Science, history, politics, psychology, ancient civilizations, alien contact, the new psychedelic revolution, cryptocurrency, and other disruptive and distributed technologies, and much more. This is Future Sense. And now tuned to Future Sense here with myself, Nick Jeans, and my co-host, Steve McDonald. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Nick. Lovely to see you this morning. And again. Bright yes, and early. Absolutely. In a, uh, a report from Psych Week last year called the Australian Loneliness Report, one in four Australian adults are lonely. One in two Australians feel lonely for at least one day in a week, while one in four feel lonely for three or, or more days a week. That's a lot of people. Nearly 55% of the population feel they lack companionship, at least sometimes. And one in four Australians experience high levels of social interaction anxiety. Interesting statistics. We're going to look at this area of mental health today, aren't we? We are. And we're going to talk about how this is a symptom of the values shift that's underway globally and uh, how this is manifesting locally in loneliness, particularly in young people. And uh, because young people are being born into a world of greater complexity, they tend to adapt quite quickly to to what the environment is demanding. And uh, young people perhaps... uh, are generally more adaptive because they haven't developed rigidity for, through conditioning <laughs> Thank over God time. For that. <laughs> uh, but that's that's not a uh, that's not a sort of a blanket statement. No. Of course, many old people are very adaptable as well. Mm. But uh, so we're seeing this, and it's being reported uh, in the media uh, a fair bit at the moment that loneliness is a big issue for young people, and that that is a factor of the life conditions that we've created through the scientific industrial era and uh, the technology that we're, we're using now as well. So we're going to talk yeah. first up just about this general pendulum swing that we get as we move through the different value systems, either as we grow as individuals or if you want to look at the whole of humanity's history as we've swung from one paradigm to the next, we go through these periods of being individually focused and periods of being communally focused and, and there are various dynamics that fall out of that in terms of the the change dynamics at the end of one of those periods yeah. and um, we'll focus zoom in on the the current one and loneliness in particular yeah. uh, during the show it's interesting what you say about young people the same report that i quoted from there from psychology week from last year the australian loneliness report does say that australians over 65 years are least lonely other age groups experience similar levels of loneliness over the over the, the range there. Australians over 65 years also report better physical and mental health, lower levels of social interaction anxiety, fewer depression symptoms, and greater social interaction than younger Australians. It's quite telling statistics. That is interesting. And I, I wonder uh, if there's also less use of technology, uh, yeah. social technology in those older age groups as yes. well, which might be a factor there. Absolutely. You're on BAFM. You're tuned to Future Sense here with uh, Nick Jean, Steve McDonald, and we're looking at the state of mental health uh, in the world. And as we pass through the value systems, 
We are, yeah, and uh, we're going to take it right back to a very, very basic dynamic which makes it fairly easy to understand and also somewhat easier to uh, solve some of the issues that are arising during this Mm. transition time, Mm. and that is simply looking at this we versus me pendulum dynamic that we see in the value systems either through our individual growth uh, as we grow from infants through to adults or through the, the whole evolution of our species and that particularly applies to the current time where we're in this global values shift uh, and talking very generally uh, at a global level how we're coming to the end of the scientific industrial era which has been an individually oriented era uh, and we're moving into a communal era uh, which is the emerging relativistic human humanistic network centric mm. way of living that we can see starting to emerge uh, and so as we go through these systems uh, inevitably if you imagine that there's a pendulum swinging between a communal focus and an individual focus as the pendulum reaches an extreme then we really feel that absence of the other and we get drawn back towards the other again and that's kind of like the engine also that's that's driving this uh, movement you can probably relate to that everybody individually on a sort of daily or weekly basis also i guess that sort of happens in a very sort of minimal way for all of us it does it does and that's the interesting thing about Mm. these patterns uh Mm. which claire graves uh amazingly identified is their fractal patterns so even when we're in the midst of a communal system you still get little pockets of individuality and Mm. i I guess uh, a a simple way of looking at it is just from a a taoist point of view in the yin yang pattern right if you most people i guess would be familiar with that yin yang diagram the tai chi symbols it's called with the the black and the white and each one has the the dot of the other in the middle of it so in the midst of maximum yang you've got the seed of yin being born Mm. and vice versa Mm. And it's a really, really simple but uh, amazingly insightful and useful way of thinking about these dynamics is that if you create a whole lot of something, it's going to give birth to its opposite. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, as I said, that does happen on a daily basis with the smallest things, that fractal expression of, of that dynamic in yourself. It's a useful thing to watch that, actually. That's right, yeah, yeah. if you're feeling a bit fractaled. <laughs> totally fracked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Seriously fracked up. <laughs> Right here in Byron Bay at the moment, there's a, um, I think it's a presentation or a show going on, isn't there? I'm seeing signs by the roadside of, of, uh, let's say, flick fossil fuels. Oh, yes. Some sort of an event that's coming up. And they've spelt the word flick very carefully, so they've kind of run the L and the I together. If you stand back and look at it from a distance, it doesn't look like flick, it looks like something else. That's right. Well, and that word now has become so common that we can even say that in context on radio and certainly in a number of songs. And that itself is interesting how the language changes, of course. Fractal. Yes. Yeah, fractal. Yeah. Right. Uh, so back to back to the yin and the yang. Um, so as we go through these different eras, whether we're talking historically as a species or whether we're talking individually, as you go through these phases in your own life, and if, as you're listening this morning, you might want to you might want to just reflect on uh, your own history and different times where you've sort of sensed that you've had a, either individual focus or a communal focus and yeah. been drawn one way and the other way. Um, and each one of those uh, is also related to in this first tier of consciousness, so the first six value sets, uh, it's related to the dominance of the left or right brain. So when we have a left brain focus, we are usually in a masculine or yang or individually focused uh, value set and vice versa. So right brain is feminine, communal yes. focus. Uh, and uh, and that that sh- of course uh, is why we have this 
communal and individual bias is because we're swinging between left brain bias and right brain bias mm. and when we come to this great leap in consciousness that was documented in, in a number of different bodies of research uh, we move from being stuck in that left brain right brain pendulum either or black and white yeah yeah into an integrative uh, way of being which is so so different and also brings a massive leap in our capacity because effectively we can use both sides of the brain at the, at the same time in an integrated way um, but for for most of us on the planet at the moment we're still in this left brain right brain kind of swing and that is the cause of uh, everything, really. <laughs> oh, thank you. We've solved the problems. We'll, we'll, we'll tune out now. We'll just play some music for the rest of the day. And We've solved the problems. Yeah, that's right. And this is why it's such an important little dynamic to be aware of. Um, and you can you can use it as a simple problem solver. You know, you look at every problem that you're facing and, and look at it through the perspective of is there too much community or too much individuality? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and finding that balance. And of course, both of them, as you're saying, serve a purpose for evolution and both. Both are necessary in terms of structuring and setting up the the pendulum for the next as no, you're saying it's all perfect so, yeah, so, so there's nothing wrong here there's nothing wrong about it but we're on the verge in we we claim in this show for sure that of a, a completely different tier of consciousness that is emerging on the planet which will integrate those two sides as you're saying we are absolutely on the verge on the edge yes more than you know and can't you feel it out there folks that's and that's right. what we're talking about today because you'll feel it in your emotional body a lot you'll feel the confusion you'll feel the complexity anyway we'll get to that and the interesting thing is if when you're in the midst of one of these swings you know whether your pendulum is swinging left or right um, <laughs> the, 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 no sexual innuendos here folks sorry <laughs> thanks for that Nick yes. uh, we uh, you know the other the opposite feels wrong yeah. so you know if you're deep into a communal phase and you're seeing everything with a very yes. strong right brain focus then all the left brain stuff looks wrong mm -hmm. and we're seeing that play out globally at the moment with lots of protests against yes. the opposite yeah. you know, of, of uh, what people are feeling. And I guess the Hong Kong uh, current elections that are going on right now just quickly uh, are showing us a very big swing towards that communal value system in terms of the voting for the pro-democracy democracy movement which has already won as of the, la the latest report here 196 of the first 236 seats declared against the pro-Beijing candidates that's a pretty interesting movement right there in it that is, particular locality. It's a great extreme example, mm. and if you look around the world, you'll see this same dynamic happening mm. in many, many different places at the moment where people are feeling the excess of... Um, yeah. Control, I guess dominance, dominance, yeah, mm. from from the extreme expression of that individually focused uh, paradigm, and they're feeling the pull towards communal and right brain operation and uh, coming together and protesting yeah. in groups all around the world. Yeah, very good. Yeah, and um, it's you know the. We often uh, generalise on this show when we're talking about these paradigms because we need to in order to explain them. But the the real world is actually much more complex. And you know, if we wanted to go into the, a detailed analysis of what's going on in places like Hong Kong, for example, yeah. then we would need to factor in uh, the uh, the Chinese Communist Party, which of course is a communally oriented uh, organisation. Well, that's the idea. Oh, I don't know how how much it really is a communally oriented uh, no, structure that, now that, system. That, that's its history. That's yeah, and 
uh, of course, in communal systems, uh, it's all about conformity mm. and not necessarily uh, conformity in a, a pushy way, but conformity through desire. And we're seeing that mm. emerge with the, you know, the uh, the relativistic paradigm, which is the, mm. the next level along from scientific industrial, how people are being drawn to come together in community and, mm. and uh, conform to uh, a set of values or morals. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing it also, I think, in Jeremy Corbyn and the Labor Party with the, uh, the British election coming up shortly and a whole quite strong raft of very socialist policies, sort of a retrogressive step in one yeah. sense, yeah. probably because they've got nowhere else to go. Yeah. And nothing else. There's no point to. We might as well risk everything in the situation they're actually in right now. But it's interesting that, isn't it? That it's really a bit of a re retrogressive step. Yeah, that's a really important point. Mm. So, in any kind of transition, what typically happens is we go through this regressive value search. Mm. So, as we're at the extreme end of this individually oriented scientific industrial era, we're finding people are reaching back to the previous communal era, uh, and so we're seeing uh, this kind of um, rigid conformity emerging uh, and and uh, demand for rigid conformity which is an expression of these older communal values yeah um, so so even though we, we are at an extreme uh, point of individuality this that the change dynamic takes us back to the old communal values so that's that can be perhaps a little bit confusing when you look at what's going yes. on in the world but it's a it's a natural expression of the, the change dynamic and of course it resonates with a lot of people i imagine in britain who don't really know what the future holds like most of us and are worried about brexit one way or the other that maybe if we go back to this sort of uh, social equality this egalitarian uh, ideal let's distribute the resources for them will solve all the problems yeah. but it's not really as simple as that now no no but it's it's a normal dynamic so yes. we're you know at some deep subconscious level we're aware that there's too much individuality and we need more community and the yeah. only community we know is what's in the past because we can't see into the future so we're reaching back to try out those old communal ways from the past to see if they work and uh, in doing so we actually speed up the transition because they don't work um, they work even less than the, the scientific industrial ways do but we have to go through the motions to discover that mm. But in the process, we charge up our uh, our fuel tanks for change. Well, that's good. I mean, obviously, this is a, that's a difficult thing for many people who are in the green uh, uh, green uh, value system, you could say, or coming into green. And by, by green, we're talking about this emerging relativistic, humanistic. Yeah. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. That that in in that uh, that is the only place to go because we don't know a different way of being communal, uh, a more integrated way, a more you know, yeah. a more evolved way. I yeah. guess you could put it. And, and it is informative as well. I mean, an, another mm. dynamic that we're seeing in this shift from individual to communal is also reaching back to older tribal uh, yeah. communal value sets you know and there is there is wisdom in these old systems so we, we shouldn't can them all together you know even though they're not sufficient to solve the, the mm. complex problems that we're placing now mm. uh, facing now they, they are useful and informative in terms of helping us remember how to be in community Yes, and actually just to feel that community, to feel connected to another, to feel safer in this very complex and chaotic time, yep. to go back to those ideas of tribalism, the earlier ideas, and to, and also to the revisiting of Indigenous wisdom, which, as you're saying, is extremely valuable, but doesn't hold all the answers, as nothing that we've done so far really does hold all the answers. That's where we're coming to a place where an integration of, of the many different layers of human consciousness and expressions come into a, a different form, a different formation, That's different right. structure. 
infrastructure. Yeah. And isn't it, isn't it interesting at this time in history, as, as here we are presenting this Future Sense show, which is going all around the world and talking about values shift, that I happen to be rediscovering my indigenous roots. So you did. And, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very interesting indeed. Very mm. timely, in fact. All right. Um, we might uh, take a short break and we'll come back and just unpack this uh, pendulum me we dynamic a little bit further mm. and before we go on to uh, talking about being lonely. You're resonating right now on Future Sense with Steve McDonald and Nick Jeans. You're now tuned to Future Sense at 9.38 here with Steve McDonald and Nick Jeans through till 11 o'clock. A couple of texts that have come in. We'll look at one first. We mentioned uh, Fractal a little while ago and someone's written and said, Hi guys, how do you define Fractal? That's a good idea just for those who don't know how we use that word here. Sure. What we mean is a pattern that's self-similar at different scales. So it doesn't matter whether you're looking at it from a distance or you zoom into a little mm. part of the pattern. It basically looks the same shape. Yeah. yeah. There is another text. I'm, I'll, I'll throw this out here now. Maybe we won't answer but I like the idea of Michael Tellinger and his Ubuntu. I don't know if you're familiar very much with Ubuntu. I had Michael Tellinger here in the studio a couple of times when he was here a couple of years ago uh, with a COE, a Council of Elders, but no democracy. Every case that comes before them discussed with the individual as to work out the problem, resolve and healing remedy. You know, um, Is that very different from any other sort of Council of Elders or a group of tribal sort of situation, you think? Yeah, yeah, if you look at the evolution of community, you know, across the whole spiral of, of development, mm. um, the complexity increases and the coping capacity increases as well. So the, the further you go up the evolutionary spiral, the, the more coping capacity you'll get in the communal systems and the individual systems, yeah. you know. So you see very similar dynamics, but with subtle changes, to, which just makes that coping capacity better. Mm. I mean, uh, you know, ultimately... Um, having a group of wise people consult about a decision you know with with whoever has the problem is is ultimately going to capture more intelligence than having one individual you know listening to the problem mm. and making the decision so you can see the capture more intelligence i like that yeah uh and uh as you go up the spiral i mean you'll go from uh elders within a tribal setting to uh, a council, a ruling council in the fourth system um, and uh, looking back in history you know, you would, you would have that kind of thing uh, in a class based society, so, so the ruling council would be representative of a particular class of society yes. and then if you go into the emerging paradigm uh, you, you'll get also a, a consultative group but mm. it would be representative of ideally <laughs> all mm. aspects of society rather than just a single class of society so you can see how as you progress there you're getting you're going from a, a, a sort of a communal subset in a tribe to uh, a representative of a whole class across a society to a representative in a more, more complete way of the whole society although even even uh, as I speak, you know, I, I feel the need to point out that even in the emerging paradigm, uh, the the desire or the intention is to be representative of the whole of society, but ultimately it doesn't turn out that way. Yeah. Because again, because of the limits of the first tier uh, dynamics in values. Yeah. Partly that, I guess, is the obvious one, which is a rejection of the previous layers, particularly of the of the, uh, the yeah. current dominant paradigm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So in this emerging paradigm, you hear people say, you know, everybody needs to to get a say. Mm. Everybody needs to be listened to. Everybody needs to 
to be catered for, but then there is a, it's almost a subconscious exclusion of the previous paradigm, mm. you know, the people that, that are still living according to the previous paradigm mm. because of that rejection factor. And, and it's understandable that we do that because that's what we do. So it's not yeah. a judgment about that, but it is not the final, no, but it, it's but not the final place that we're going to come to rest to sort of solve problems. No, there, are, there will be more capable systems to yeah. come. And, and it's, you know, it's good to just acknowledge that as well because mm. it's not something that gets spoken about. Uh, and it, it, it's, uh, it's a built-in uh, limitation to this emerging paradigm where we, people say everyone needs to be considered, but then they quite actively reject people that don't have the similar values yes. to them, and particularly people who are still living according to the older values. Which ends up, of course, in the area of excessive political correctness, one could argue, but that's another topic, really. It is. We'll yeah. say that for another show. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, let's just unpack this uh, pendulum swing thing a little bit more because this is a really useful way of understanding problems from a simple pattern recognition uh, mm. perspective and uh, and maybe thinking up ways to, to address those problems. So we've been talking about this left brain, right brain dominance that we see show up in successive value systems, whether it's us growing through these or whether it's the whole of humanity evolving through different eras that are themed this way. Um, we can call the left brain, right brain also masculine uh, or feminine and individual or, and, or communal, or any of those labels work. It's a basic, basic, um, a basic uh, duality. Yeah. So in the uh, masculine systems, the left brain oriented systems, there tends to be an external focus. It's about how can I change the external world to fit with what I want. And in the feminine uh, communal systems, there tends to be an internal focus. It's how do I change myself? How do I adapt to what the world needs from me? Mm. Uh, so two very different dynamics. And the, if we look at how change occurs, uh, both within these systems and when the systems reach the, the, uh, their limit or their, their lifespan and start to dissolve into the other, just in the same way that that yin-yang diagram shows one dissolving in into the, the other. In the crucible is the word that comes up for me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in the feminine systems, it's about internal change, changing yourself, adapting to the world. Mm. And in those systems, we get the, the building of moral frameworks because we are learning to and and living in community, uh, we have to come to some agreement around conformity, some agreement around what the moral framework is, you know, what it's right to do and what it's not right to do. Uh, so this is where all of our ethics come from out of these feminine communal systems. Uh, it, we have to uh, build community stability and, and of course the moral framework is, is one way of holding that together. But within that crucible, as you say, uh, even the, the Holy Grail, of course the myth of the Holy Grail comes from this same theme. Uh, it, it's it's uh, it's like a, a feminine womb in, in a woman's body. It's where the, uh, things are, are gestated yeah. and grow. Uh, that you know they they come into creation within that crucible, mm. uh, and they're nurtured. The potential is nurtured, mm. and there's a gathering of energy, mm. uh, and and that last. Um, principle is quite important so and this is, this comes back to basic yin and yang and, and, and this is why i'm so interested in Taoism because yes. it's, it's such a simple breakdown of, of these dynamics um if you create yin in other words if you create emptiness or crucible then it will gather 
yang and give birth to yang. And if you uh, expend a whole lot of energy, then you create an emptiness, which is the yin being birthed. Yeah. Yeah. So, just like day and night, folks, just like waking and going to sleep when you need to rest. In it, fact, exactly. So, so in feminine communal systems, you get a gathering of energy, and you can see that happening now globally yeah. as these communities break out and the energy is gathering for something to happen. Yes, yeah, we're seeing in so many countries at the moment, all over the world. Yeah, and then in the masculine left brain systems, uh, it's about that that projection, that uh, putting forth, uh, putting out the intention, firing the arrow. Um, and it's about external change, changing the outside world to suit what we want. Uh, it's generating diversity, whereas the feminine systems are about generating conformity. So you've got, again, a, another duality there, conformity versus diversity. Um, breaking the rules and moral codes. So in the masculine systems, we, we use the, the moral frameworks that have been created by the feminine systems as a foundation to, to launch ourselves from, but then we break out and inevitably that involves adapting, twisting, bending, breaking the rules and the moral codes. Uh, and I and I guess uh, as I was writing that I couldn't think about the, I couldn't stop thinking about the the idea of the the bad boy from a, a feminine perspective and how that can be so attractive because it's actually I, I guess it's part of the essence of the masculine way is is breaking out breaking the rules. Reminds me of uh, a video I saw recently uh, from uh, Jordan Peterson who's a very contentious character. I certainly find him very contentious. But there's a a, a few moments and there's a piece where he talks about uh, what women are actually looking for. And he did a study on this and it was exactly this pretty much to put it yeah, simply yeah. is that many women, and I won't generalise here too much, but many women uh, do look at some point or other for the bad boy, for, for yeah. the, 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 the evil chap, the, the, you know, the, the guy in the corner with the, you know, the, the look. That's right. It's a raw expression of the, the yes. masculine principle. Yeah. And so uh, whereas the, the feminine systems and feminine values are about gathering energy, the masculine ones are about expending energy. And so when you come to the change dynamic at the end of an individual phase or era or value system, uh, you get an exhaustion of energy and draining. Mm. And historically, if we look back at humanity and our move from the masculine systems like hunter-gatherer, uh, as a hunter-gatherer, the world is a pretty scary place and there's lots of dangers. And so you, you become over-vigilant in trying to maintain your safety. And that over-vigilance is an expansion, an exhaustion of energy. And, and you move into the feminine uh, tribal system and come together as a group to share the the safety and mm. guarding aspects and those sorts of things. And that, again, you know, allows you to gather energy because some people get to rest while others are, are on guard and those sorts of things. And then um, in the, the feminine systems, change comes from an excessive pent-up energy. And so in that tribal system, because of the, the boundaries, the frameworks, the customs, the rules that you have to abide by, people get frustrated and they feel suffocated by you know, that, that kind of thing. And so you get a build-up of anger a pent-up anger, which is what drives the breaking out from the tribal. And you see this as I speak through these, these historic eras. You can relate it to phases in life. Um, so, you know, the, the, the family phase of, of how teenagers eventually come to the point of being frustrated and angry um, from, from all the family rules and they want to break out. Uh, and so uh, at a historical level, that then takes us into the, the warlike, egocentric uh, era. Uh, where we get a scattering of energy because we, we break out of the tribal boundaries and we want to get out and, and dominate the world and our energy gets scattered everywhere and so it becomes exhausted and that is the, the transition into the, the fourth, uh, which is represents the agricultural era at a species level. 
uh, where again we come together, we learn to grow our crops large scale so we can live together in large communities and we get to gather our energy again and create that solid platform with a moral framework. But again, living in community uh, generates frustration, particularly in the, the agricultural uh, value set because all of the, the rewards are always later. Yeah. It's like, you know, you'll you'll get to heaven when you die, you work 40 years, then you get your gold watch, that kind of stuff. And so that creates frustration. So it's that gathers energy, which causes the breakout into the scientific industrial. Yeah. Uh, and again, you get the, the ripping apart of the moral frameworks and the expenditure of energy. And typically at the end of the, the scientific industrial uh, kind of way of living, it's burnout, corporate burnout is the classic expenditure of energy, which is the, the transition factor. Yeah. And, and of course, we're seeing many many people go through that right now because yeah. this is a you know really the dominant uh, framework for society globally is this scientific industrial framework so so that burnout the expenditure of energy expenditure of resources you know we're burning literally burning out the planet yes, at the moment that's exactly right yeah, it's happening very locally in many different places yeah uh, so same dynamic and then the gathering energy comes again through the emerging paradigm which is another communal right brain dominated paradigm and and this time the gathering of energy because of the the uh, permissiveness the the demand for freedom in this emerging uh, paradigm the breakdown of uh, hierarchical structures what that gathering energy is going to create this time and and this is in the future mostly is chaos <laughs> so so the the gathered energy will create chaos which again will will drive the further the another transition and i guess i'm thinking also again of the hong kong and and some of the other big protests around the world that are going on and that that collectivism that you're talking about but also very quickly uh, a breakout of individual expressions because of the conformity of having to protest in a particular way for some people uh, is too restrictive and that, that I guess we, perhaps that's when we get some violence from violence from certain elements within these uh, generally very peaceful demonstrations because some people are already uh, too pent up with the restrictions the conformity of that group that's right and different people are living according to different values yep. you know when you look at a whole society you've got a diversity of values there's never a society that has everybody at the same value set and it's such a huge thing just that point isn't it especially when it comes to change on the planet right now is you, you can't assume nor should you that everybody just because they have the same supposedly uh, declared value system actually will have those value systems when pressed and when put on the on the on the in the front line so to speak of change yeah and even if you look at i mean if if you had a homogenous value set in a community because of the yin yang dynamic where an excess of something gives birth to the opposite you're always going to get that uh, little opposite factor in there in, in little bits and pieces so even in in a strongly individually oriented system you'll still get a gang dynamic developing uh, so and that's that's very characteristic of that sort of uh, third uh, layer of, mm. of consciousness or value system um, which equates to teenage years you, and, mm. and teenagers you of course come together in gangs mm. I guess that, with, that with the power dynamic expresses largely in, in corporations for example corporate tribes within corporations you know, which, Exa exactly you know. so the corporation being an individually yes. oriented the, you know a corporation even has the legal status in the law, of an individual exactly right? since about 1880 or so yeah but you still get the little tribes within so, so it's a natural uh, thing that you get the seed of the opposite in whatever you're trying to create and that's another you know problem solving tool as well to understand that if you create too much of something and there's not enough balance you're going to generate the opposite of it yeah we'll take a break here you're tuned to future sense it's 9 a.m you're tuned with steve mcdonald and nick jeans for all of you out there strangers in a strange land 
your grokking future sense here on Bay FM. A couple of texts that have come in. Uh, you're tuned to Future Sense, as you know, with myself, Nick Jeans, and Steve McDonald. Thanks for your text. Um, talking just a little bit off topic, but still all relevant. Synchronicities are always appearing in the most unforeseen areas of our lives. I believe they are some kind of message showing us we are on the right path of our journey through the physical realm. I witness these in my own life all the time. I'm sure you and many others do as well. What you said about your indigenous roots and communal layers sounds like one of these moments. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, same. Uh, yeah, that's all right. The same uh, writer has written in and talking about Michael Pollan's very well-known book at the moment. Uh, what's it called again? Um, uh, How to change your mind. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, brilliant book talking about psychedelics and the history of changing minds, which seems to correlate with the social individual. And the yeah, the text line just disappeared. Then dynamic. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Uh, the, the synchronicity. Just to address that uh, text, a- absolutely. And you can see uh, the recognition and and working with synchronicity as an advanced form of pattern recognition. Yeah. And uh, talking about it, fractals. That's right. And uh, of course, as as I understand it, the term was coined by uh, Jung, Carl Jung, the, yes. the psychologist. Yes, and, indeed. And his uh, theory of psychology is is very much orient around layer six uh, which has got the label green in the spiral dynamics book um so the the last layer the communal layer in the first tier but in the sort of latter stages of jung's work he starts to venture into second Mm. tier you know you can see that he's going through this transition into to the seventh layer and and jumping across that big momentous leap into second tier and that that's when he seems to start talking about synchronicity and the pattern recognition yeah. factor, yeah, and transhumanism and uh, and the like. Even. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. And also, as you're speaking, I guess that uh, Jung's work also articulates uh, that sense that the green layer, that layer six, is also a very complex, deep investigation into into how I change myself because yes. we have a lot more technology now to do those kind of things for ourselves. A lot of psychological technologies, a lot of processes and so forth so there's a lot more tools available to go deep you could say yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, look I psychedelics just, I, being one i just got a photo sent in uh, from uh, our friend dina in newcastle who's listening with hey, her grandfather dina. so just a oh. shout out to dina and her grandfather uh, Thanks hello for hello Right, that's all the text. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Are you gonna tell, you're going to share what the photo is. I couldn't actually see it when you held it up oh, to me properly. I was just so a photo come of, back of to that. Dina's grandfather holding, oh. holding the laptop there, oh, listening okay. to Future Sense. Hello. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> You've been listening to Future Sense, a podcast edited from the radio show of the same name, broadcast on Bay FM in Byron Bay, Australia, at bayfm.org. Future Sense is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. The future is here now. It's just not evenly distributed.